quite nostalgic. Movie review from Nerdy Married Man. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to New Nostalgic. Yes, that one podcast about the movies and shit from Nerdy Married Man. (laughs) (laughs) This week, we are uh, doing our original versus remake episode of looking at The Thing and then the from uh, 1992. 82. uh, or 1982, <laughs> sorry. Uh, it's rated R and it's an hour and 49 minutes. Yes. Uh, the synopsis is a research team in Antarctica is hunted by a shape-shifting alien that assumes the appearance of its victims. Um, this movie is so classic. It's starring uh, Kurt Russell and Keith David and a bunch of other really awesome actors. Uh, but those were the two most notable that I guess I see more often nowadays. And Keith David, you know, he's been a voice actor in a lot of things. If you played the Mass Effect series, he's uh, Captain Anderson. Um, he's also in season six of Community and a bunch of other things. Um, but yes. And then uh, for the remake, we have it was made in 2011. It's also rated R and it was an hour and 43 minutes. It is an Antarctic an Antarctica research site. The discovery of an alien craft leads to a confrontation between a graduate student, Kate Lloyd, and scientist, Dr. Sander Halverson. So, way different on the synopsis. I thought it would be really similar synopsis, honestly. Sounds pretty similar to me. <laughs> it is, but I mean, like they didn't even talk about the shape-shifting things in this synopsis. That's true. They so, just yeah, it just says a confrontation. alien craft. Um, this has Mary Elizabeth Winstead, which... People know as Ramona Flowers from uh, Scott Pilgrim. And also she was in Sky High. She was the main villain of that. There's also Joel Edgerton and Eric Christian Olsen. He's been in a ton of stuff, too, that everyone knows. There's a bunch of other actors in this. But like we said, there's just we're not going to sit here and do the entire cast list. We're going to pick out the main ones that we want to talk about. (laughs) So let's go on to the movies. All right. So um, I think both movies are well done. I, I think the main reason I love them so much is the remake isn't really a true remake. I love that yeah. it's a prequel. Like it just kind of shows what happened at the other research base mm-hmm. before the thing got to the American research base. Yeah. Well, and it's one of those kind of uh, legacy sequels, but it's a legacy prequel. And we talked about, in some of our remakes versus originals, we might be doing that as well. And this came out almost 30 years later. This was a unique thing. And a lot of people compared it directly to the original. Yeah. And the remake was really pandered a lot by a lot of people, critics and audience oh, yeah. together and really demolished it because they didn't get the same exact feels that they did in the original. Well, and to like give you an idea of how widely different people regard these movies the original on rotten tomatoes had an 83 percent, and then audience gave it 92 and then the remake the uh rotten tomatoes gave it 34 and the audience gave it 42 yeah. i mean it's a a it's, 50 it's point difference between yeah. the audience of both movies which is just insane and it's it is actually kind of crazy how big of a jump there is in between and there are certain aspects that I will say. I think the atmosphere and the creepiness of the original is unmatched by the remake. Oh, absolutely. I totally agree. Um, there's just something missing with whether it's the cinematography or just the atmosphere or creepiness feeling. But there's just something that you're not as scared watching the remake as you are watching the original. Well, a lot of people will also pander the 
the, the the downfall of the remake because of that same feeling and a lot of them blame the cgi and in the remake i mean i know they did make a lot of practical stuff for the background and then yeah. studio interference had them cover a lot of the practical aliens in cgi and make it worse and honestly i don't think the cgi is as bad as people think i don't think it is either like i think there's certain aspects like that are very noticeable like this and well the spaceship in both movies didn't look great at all i disagree i think the spaceship was amazing and the, the, the remake or the original both oh, okay the original the the original i love the spaceship that's actually one of my like highlights of the original is they have this giant wide shot of the spaceship and the way they incorporated the characters into it uh the spaceship itself is actually a painting Mm. that is like a photorealistic painting or something but yeah. they just made they, they painted it for the shot so they didn't even make like a real spaceship for that wide shot but it's just it's so beautifully done and they incorporate the actors into that scene and <laughs> I, I just love it and the only i guess downfall in the prequel for that spaceship people always talk about is the little digital mind thing in the mm. control room and even that, I don't think looks bad. The I don't think it looked terrible or anything. But the one thing I would say is like the in the original, it looks like it was a flat top spaceship, and in the remake, they made it have all these giant ventilation shafts on top of it. So they, as much as they were sticking true to a lot of the other things in this movie, the campsite looks the same. The uh, burned down spots are the exact same. The bloody axe on the wall, the two people that were intertwined, the amalgamation of the flesh of the two bodies that were melted and burned in the middle of the compound like everything was so spot on with the way it looked in so many other aspects that because it was so different it was weird to me see i didn't think the ship was different at all actually i mean you see that wide shot in the original from the top but a lot of those flaps you're talking about Mm -hmm. you know fold it down and fold up so i mean i think it looks flat in the original because those are folded down at that point but in the prequel they opened them they opened them when it was turning on but then the ship turns back off oh maybe maybe that is the case or whatever but it, it was something for me that it was just it was so noticeably different and because of the times and because they made it CG, whereas that one was a painting, mm -hmm. that it was the most noticeable difference for me of the two. Whereas everything else was pretty on point with each mm -hmm. other and pretty exact. So when they have something that just looks that much more alien or realistic or whatever the case is, it just was so off-putting with okay. everything else being exactly the same. I can understand that. I mean, the and like back to the CGI thing, like with the audience giving it such flack, I just, I don't think it's as bad as they th say. Uh, the only part that really stuck out to me as quote bad was the helicopter scene where the creature first reveals itself yeah. and the guy splits in half. And that mm -hmm. part, it, it definitely did not look polished and finished, but uh, I mean, it wasn't terrible. I actually uh, don't, enjoy that scene as much not because of the cgi but because the creature chose to reveal itself yeah. at that point it just didn't make sense story-wise it's like why did the creature reveal itself almost every other time it was individual or only when it was pressured to show itself that it showed itself mm -hmm. and for them to be just randomly like i'm gonna show myself right now for no reason which is so bizarre yeah it just it there was no point where it 
felt like it had to reveal itself at that point. Yeah. The other thing I would say is the snow effects and stuff in the original seemed so much better. Well, like, uh, it, it seemed yeah. like it, they were actually in Antarctica, whereas the snow in the uh, remake didn't seem to be. And it maybe was because it wasn't as stormy or whatever during that moment or whatever. But it just didn't seem like as crazy. Like they had all these tie-ons. And they were talked about barely making it back to camp and stuff in the original, whereas in the remake, they were just walking to and from everything without any sense. Well, I know they do explain that with like in the prequel, uh, the weather is not bad at that point. They have a full like day or day and a half before the weather actually uh, there's a storm coming, but the storm's not there yet. The storm comes uh, like a day or two later. So I'm okay with that. But yeah, the aden- uh, attention to detail and just the way the creature, I guess, is executed. All of the designs are amazing. And I mean, especially in the original, all the practical effects and just the amount of work they went into making this creature as grotesque as possible is just phenomenal. Yeah, um, it's the spider husky scene and stuff like that is and... so creepy. The defibrillator scene where he's pressing down in the original and bites his arms off off. like oh my gosh like there's so many like just crazy visceral scenes and like yeah i loved how smart the characters were in both films honestly like they both had different approaches to it like the american team they were taking more of the approach or i guess they were at the norwegian base but they had a couple americans in the remake yeah in the remake they did um but she notices that like crowns and piercings and stuff that alien cannot replicate inorganic material yeah and so she notices like that was a really cool thing in that when i noticed it too and i I tell you even told jen that when they're getting out of the car i was like hey that guy had an earring on earlier in the movie and then he turns into the monster she's like holy shit you were right and i was like ah you got an earring and i was like but that was a good attention to detail that that movie had and i think a lot of people don't give the remake enough credit for the amount of attention to detail it had with certain things like the crowns and like i even love that when they were arguing about like when they're looking for crowns it was like well okay so i've had perfect teeth my entire life and now i'm an alien like yeah. just because i had perfect teeth like fuck you guys <laughs> well, uh, i both love and dislike that about the prequel because the the test scene though it is creative I just think it is not as intense. Oh, it's definitely as, not as the original. Intense. The original, I love the blood test scene because mm-hmm. it is just it, it's it's done so much better. But both scenes play out exactly the same. Yeah. Um, despite their tests, but I also like how in the original, despite playing out the same as the remake, it actually has, I guess a big reveal at the end of it. Oh yeah. Like the alien revealing itself. Whereas in the original, it's just like, okay, well you guys stand over there and you know, <laughs> us with our, uh, you know, fillings and our teeth are safe. So uh, that's, that's that On to the next scene, you know, it's a, it, I don't know. I don't feel like it was paced really well at that point. Yeah. Um, I love that in the original, the monster was really smart and turning off all the generators and like having like building like secret tunnels, which I every time I see a secret tunnel, I just think of Avatar secret tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> and I just I love that like he was going around and like he had that ship that he was building of like spare parts underneath that little like so he can escape. Yeah, that yeah. place that they trapped him into. Yeah, I just that's that's what I like about the original more, but it also 
it shows how far the thing, I guess, grew and adapted to its situation. Because in the prequel, it is focused on just trying to take out as many people as possible so it can escape and go take over the yeah. rest of the world. Whereas in the original, it's not only trying to escape, but it's also making a backup plan to where if it can't you know, finish this part, it's either going to leave in a spaceship or it's going to go hide somewhere and freeze again so yeah. it can be woken up in another future time to try to do the same thing again. Which I loved in the remake, the scene where they bring in the ice and they don't exactly know what it is. And like, then we have that guy who's like, we discovered a fucking alien! <laughs> and then uh, we have the part where one of the guys is like, I'm going to go back and go look at it while everyone's drinking and having fun and celebrating that they found it. And I think one of the things that the remake did do wrong is they had more jump scares, which kind of ruined some of the stuff. But some of the jump scares to me were really good. Like this one, he goes to go look at the alien and he starts like wiping off and someone comes up behind him and he's like, oh, and he's like, oh shit, don't fucking do that to me, man. And then all of a sudden the alien jumps through the ice and actually has a real jump scare immediately after that. And I love that. It's nice because it's also... I think it's a well-planned out jump scare yeah. because it, it does the fake jump scare. And then as he's leaving up the stairs, mm-hmm. it pops out of the ice. And Well, and I, like, like I said, they they uh, had more jump scares in the remake, but there was certain ones that were really good. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I really loved that. I loved even like some of the designs in the remake, like the, the arm spider leech things that had like the leeching mouth, but it was part of the arm that grew spider legs yeah, and was crawling was on the cool. wall and shit. I was like, I don't care if that's CG. That was creepy as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like, that, that was, was really cool to that was, ooh. Uh, But I also love the tension and the idea of, like, you can't trust anybody. It just it keeps you guessing on who's the thing. And uh, I usually, every time I rewatch it, I try to figure out who's the first person mm-hmm. and the order of people that get turned and yeah. as they go throughout the movie. It's just really fun for me. But. Well, and one of the things that I absolutely love in both these movies is immediately in both these movies and in every scenario where they actually see the thing, everyone goes to just immediately burn, shoot, stab, kill this thing as fast as they can. No one thinks about it. No one does any hesitation. It's just immediate. Let's kill this fucking get thing now. <laughs> like we cannot let this thing escape. And I love that both movies did that and both all the movie characters, except for there's a couple in the remake that didn't want that to happen because they were like, oh, we discovered an alien. Why would we kill the alien? We just discovered, but we can make lots of money. <laughs> you are going to have those people. In real life. So it's one of those things that I also just like, I get that. I mean, I will say like the original thing is miles better than the prequel. I I, I really enjoy the prequel, but I mean, one of the main things is the characters throughout the original are just so much more memorable and enjoyable to watch. They really are. In the remake, I mean... I. I like the main character. And Lars. Yeah. I, but there's a few. I mean, everyone else is like, I, I don't remember anyone. No. It's, it's, I, it's <laughs> just a group of guys that were there to be killed. It's so true. And it's it's really bad. I, I totally agree. I think the uh, original is just, it's so much more scary. It's so much more visceral. It's so much more real. It's, it's there's just so much more to it with. And it's weird because a lot of times with older horror movies, I like a lot of times I downgrade like, 
the way it looked or the way it felt or something like that. Like I said that with uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Like I don't get scared watching that anymore, but I still have like, ooh, this is creepy moment right now <laughs> watching the original thing where I, I was like, wow, like even now today, like this holds up as a good horror movie today. Like oh, this absolutely. is incredible. And there's just so many like random things with it. Like there's just so many characters in like the remake where they're just dicks to be a dick. Yeah. Like there's just dicks because there's a female there or dicks because like, oh, you need to do this or you need to do that. But it wasn't like it didn't make sense for the, some of these characters where like in the original, everyone was acting how I feel like everyone would react. Yeah. Like, we need to put this guy away. We need to test this. We need to figure out who's good. We need to as soon as someone's like even thinks someone's the thing, they freak the fuck out <laughs> on that person. And it's. Well, and I just even love the ending of it of I know I'm probably not going to survive, but we've got to make sure this thing dies, too. Absolutely. Yeah. And it was just way more of a brutal ending, but like it needed to be done. I love how the ending of the original is kind of ambiguous. Like you're Mm -hmm. just you're not really sure if there is still a thing. I I personally believe I mean, I love how the ending kind of mirrors the first scene you see McCready because McCready, when you first meet him, he's playing chess on a computer. Mm-hmm. And I think this is what kind of how I get my understanding of the ending is when he has the computer and he loses the chess game, he uses his whiskey and dumps it in the computer to destroy it. Yeah. He's like, I hate this. Well, towards the end, they're using Molotov cocktails to burn the place down mm-hmm. and they're filled with gasoline, right? Yeah. So at the end, he offers Keith David's character a drink. He doesn't take a drink himself. But then uh, Keith David takes a drink and then just like smiles and they're smiling at each other and laughing. And but I think that, that scene gasoline. that I think that scene proves that Keith David's character was the thing because if I mean if the Molotov cocktail was filled yeah. with gasoline, the alien wouldn't know any different if uh, alcohol it was alcohol or gasoline. Mm-hmm. He would just try to act like a human. Yeah. So I don't know. I kind of I like thinking that the end is. It you know Keith David oh, yeah. is the thing, and then Kurt Russell <laughs> is still, still human. human. Well, and I love that in the uh, end of the remake that they ended with chasing the dog. Exactly where the original yes. starts. Yes, and one of the things that I brought up in the Prey episode was the speaking without any subtitles. Yes, in Norwegian, Lars is selling in the, the original. Yeah, he's telling the people it's not a dog. Do not touch it. <laughs> kill it as fast as you can. Like, it's not a dog. And they're, like, wanting to save the dog. They're like, why are you trying to kill and shoot a dog, you crazy bastards? Like, well, and I, I actually give it props for not having oh, subtitles, yeah. though, because it, you know. It makes it way makes more the scary. Reveal yeah. Better, yeah. Saying, like, that's not a dog. It's a thing. It's an alien. But it's one of those things, like, and it is, it's better to know that. And it's better to have the knowledge after you've seen the movie mm-hmm. that that's what they were saying. I definitely agree that it does get that vibe way better and it would have kind of ruined some of the mystery of it. Oh, yeah. It would have given away the whole movie right there. And I just I, I'm glad they did it the way they did. Yeah. Um, one of the things I wanted to bring up in the remake that I got really annoyed with, uh, they said that they went around and destroyed every single vehicle so no one could escape. And then... 20 minutes later, they get in two vehicles and drive off to the spaceship. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, didn't you destroy all the vehicles? Yeah, it's like, I feel like we missed a detail there. Like, did did someone 
go out to destroy them, but then they just left one or two. But both Lars and Kate were fine mm-hmm. and never were the thing. So it really was baffling to me that because they were the ones that destroyed all the vehicles. Cause That's right. I was like, so it's like a little plot hole there. How yeah, did they get I was the like, how did they back? get the vehicles working? Yeah. Um, other like things that I had about this is I wondered if the alien itself has to have some sort of hive mind or shared mind that transfers when it splits. So it has all the memories of the original from it. I think it probably has some sort of hive mind. Yeah. I mean, I think it's all part of like one being. Yeah. And then when it splits, it still has all the same memories and it goes off and gets new memories from new organisms or whatever. But I think that it has always like shared as it splits and still maintains all of its old knowledge. So the longer and more it splits, the more dangerous it becomes. That's really cool. And it's like, so if this were to break out of Antarctica, this would be monstrosity. And like they even mm-hmm. said that in the original, they said it would take, which I've had this kind of as a downfall in the original. They had this supercomputer that could spit out exact facts of if this left, there's or there's a seventy five percent chance that a team member is infected, and if he reaches the population, it will kill all life within twenty seven thousand hours. Oh wow! And I was like, "How do you have all that exact details with a 1980s computer?" Like, <laughs> I just ran the numbers, and did it, the math, and it just it just set out as text on the computer. It didn't have like numbers that he like figured out and like did all these like math and stuff. It just like it said it to What's him. What's the probability? Yeah, like he just <laughs> put this like random knowledge into this computer, and then all of a sudden it spits out this exact fact. I'm like, that's a little weird. Um, I think that as far as the CGI and the creatures looked in the remake, I honestly think they look better than the Resident Evil movie. And I would love to see this guy have a take on the Resident Evil movie because I think the creature design, CG and all, was fantastic. And I think if he had his hand on doing like some of the monstrosity things like of Clickers or William Birkin and doing... Like the monstrosity arm and stuff that we see in the video games and seeing Nemesis with all the bulging and like as much as the CG and stuff was CG in this, like with technology today, if he did the designs that he did for this movie in that style for Resident Evil, it could fit so well. (laughs) (laughs) I know I I advocate for him to do (laughs) a Resident Evil movie (laughs) so much. I think it was a him. I shouldn't be saying him. Yes, it was. Okay. I was like, I don't want to be a dick, and it was a girl the entire time. Um, yeah, and I love that this kind of movie has this thought on both of the movies that we are our own monsters, and when it comes to survival, most of us will do anything to survive. And in a way, everyone was a monster, even though they were just humans, because they turned on each other so quickly. Which, I mean, it's totally understandable when you don't know who's who, or anybody could be an alien. It's terrifying. But it really showed that everyone has those monstrosities inside of them to just immediately start killing or running or doing whatever it takes to survive. Well, not being able to trust anyone. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean, I guess so all in all, as far as like recommendations, I'd, I would rate the original. You need to buy it right now. You yeah. need to go watch it. Uh, the prequel, I do recommend like at least streaming it. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's it's 
still an enjoyable movie, but I, I don't think it measures up to the original. The original is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, I also agree. I think that you have to buy the thing, the original thing. It is one of the best old school horror movies. It's one of John Carpenter's finest. Uh, John Carpenter is just amazing in everything. <laughs> He's just an amazing horror director in general, but the atmosphere of this, the tension in this movie is just unparred. It's incredible, and it holds up as a great horror movie today, which I was expecting for this to be not as good as it was I remembered, but it was just as good as I remembered. And I was like, yes! So good. And I, I definitely think, for me, I think that if you are a really big fan of John Carpenter's The Thing, the original thing, you should at least, I would even say rent the remake mm-hmm. because I, it has so many ties in and so many uh, really cool things that it does to set up the original that if you watch it first and then watch the original, it's so amazing. How it goes right into Yes. It. And I think because of the attention to detail that the remake made to keep all of those same details, the exact same, like I brought up earlier, the ax on the wall, the bodies, the exact same amalgamation of human monstrosities and stuff. Like it was crazy the amount of detail they paid attention mm-hmm. to this and putting all the photos. So like we have to make the set exactly like this. And that's why I said like the spaceship was so weird, but like it was so crazy to me that I think it's worth the rent yeah. that if you are a fan of this, you will enjoy it at least for those aspects. You will also agree with us that it's not as scary, but it is good to watch. Yeah, it's enjoyable. So I guess, do you have any final thoughts you want to say? I don't think so. I think that's pretty much everything. Awesome. Well, uh, with that, next week we have our movie based off of a video game. This is yes. my pick. I chose the 1995 Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat! So that is on uh, HBO Max if you guys want to check it out before the next episode. Yes. With that, we will see you then. Bye!